Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. This is Hanan Elbasha, your host. I wanted to take the opportunity in this first episode to talk to you a little more about myself, <laughs> tell you a bit about my story, but more importantly, tell you what is the, the objective of Empowered to Grow podcast. So just to give you a little background, I went on this self-transformation journey starting about two and a half years ago, where I needed some time to rediscover myself, find my life purpose, and heal me. And that healing happened to be mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I'm happy to report that I've managed to achieve incredible strides in that direction. Yet, I'm, I always say, I'm still healing. And I think I will still heal for a very long time. But more important than healing is I'm growing and I'm finding myself more and more each day. So you will find us talking um, on this podcast, whether I'll be doing some solo episodes or with my, the wonderful list of women that I have for you to um, enjoy alongside myself. You'll find us talking about manifestation, about visualization, about mindset, self-healing, detoxifying your life and creating your own reality. So you will know where we all came from as these are the fruits of our journeys to date, leading to our current lives and what we have embarked on and what has become our life purpose. My personal mission is to enlighten and empower. And provided that I've had one hell of a journey, <laughs> I say and I claim that I come from the standpoint of been there, done that, as related to business, health and wellness. And I always try my best to guide people or gently nudge them on possibly how not to do it. Yet, for those that want to know what brought me to this point, I'll tell you a little bit about the history. So I'm a woman, obviously. <laughs> and um, at the age of about 40, I realized that I had not lived the life I want for myself. I had lived the life that was dictated to me one way or another uh, through the checklists of parents, family, society, and the standards that had been set for me. And how did I come to this realization? Well, I had my first coaching session and um, this was to put in a time frame. This was just two weeks before, maybe even under, two weeks before I earned my doctoral title, as in I became a doctor of business. And that's where my title comes from, by the way, the business doctor. So um, I was going through this coaching session and I didn't know what to expect. It was the first time ever to be coached. But, but I, as I was talking and I was talking about myself and what I achieved to date and stuff, um, the coach stopped me and he's like, I have to stop you there. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, you are using the sentence over and over again. And I don't think you're noticing it. I was like, 
that's interesting. What sentence? And he said, not good enough. And that was, if you've ever heard or seen or been in one of those ice bucket challenges, I felt it right then and there. That was true. I did not feel good enough. I thought and I believed at that point in time that everything I had achieved to date was not good enough. This is a person who, after spending 12 years in corporate life, walked out when I had our son because I wanted to spend time with him and I did not want to bring back the negativity and the stress that I usually felt in corporate life home, provided that we were trying to have him for eight years. So he was like our little miracle. And then um, I had not planned, but then four months later, I was sitting with a couple of my friends and, you know, like friends get together and it's like, so what do we do now? Let's start a business. Well, we did. We started two businesses actually. And then I walked out of those to start a third business with one of my partners. Um, that second, third business was like my second child because I handled everything about it. So I was managing the director of the business, but in essence, I was, <laughs> I was the driver of the business, the accountant of the business, the person who was like, um, you know, receiving orders and putting orders and putting the strategy and the pricing and everything. And then um, I helped him co-found a fourth business as well. So that lasted for about six years. During that time, of course, because as always, as women most of the time, we never have enough on our plates. I also started my doctorate degree because I felt that I had to. It had been eight years since my master's degree and I'm running out of time. And what do I do now? So, well, anyhow, so I started my doctoral degree. I was literally running a business um, responsible for a second business. I was head of marketing in the second business. And I was doing consulting on the side as marketing communications. And um, our son was, you know, a baby, then a toddler. And um, I'd be studying at night or working, putting him to sleep, and then finding myself pulling all-nighters or uh, working seven days a week. And, uh, and then I walked out of those businesses about, um, after about five and a half years, just because, um, I thought, you know, I've got to focus on my, my thesis. I've got to get this done. And well, I thought then <laughs> it's going to take me six months just to finish up my thesis. It didn't, it took a year and a half during that year and a half. I think a lot of things changed in my life. Well, first, because this was the first time ever I did not have a job per se. I had been working since I was at university, since I was 18, possibly years old. And this for me was a very weird feeling of not having a job or a consistent one at least. So I started doing the, you know, the on off freelancing consulting jobs just because to get the money to put in my doctorate uh, degree and to fulfill any other financial commitments I had. But I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do beyond the doctorate. I didn't know what I wanted. I, I didn't really enjoy what I was doing, but I was just doing it because, well, I had to stay relevant. Isn't that what part of our life is? That our jobs for those who work are comprises actually part of our relevance. So that was it for me until, oh, and during that time, I was trying to preach to our son about health and wellness. And he looked at me, he's like, but mommy, you are fat. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, the boy's got to 
well, then that's what I thought. But that point I said, yeah, he's got a point. I can't lead by example if I'm not the example that he should be leading. So I decided to take care of myself. I decided to take care of my health. And I started, uh, I discovered CrossFit. And, uh, and then I discovered kickboxing. And I fell in love with both of them that um, I committed to five times a week CrossFit and an extra two times of kickboxing. And I was loving it. But of course, I wasn't doing it right because I was overdoing it and my body was completely stressed out. And then I also um, started eating right. So yeah, you know, eating right isn't eating healthy and weighing my food and measuring the macronutrients and everything that's related to it, which was great for six months. Um, I lost 10 kilos and then um and then the stress of the doctorate kicked in because i wasn't getting through my thesis was not being approved you know it was phases but phase one was not getting through and it was really really getting to me well it from that first six months it took an extra year during that year i was still you know working out as much as i can i've started getting injured a lot at work I'm sorry, um, during working out. So there were times that literally I couldn't move my shoulder for weeks. Um, Other times I couldn't bend my knees anymore. And it was ridiculous. And I still kept doing it because I thought in my mind, if I stop, I'm never going back. I don't want to go back to not doing this. Anyhow, it took a year, um, nine months into it, I earned my title and here I am having a coaching session with a coach telling me you are saying and you are repeating not good enough and that was the point for me it was like that's true and that has started my quest of finding out why I'm not feeling good enough and why I was disempowering myself and why I was dimming my own light to very very um to 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 a degree of just i need to fit in rather than just shine and fit out so during that last year of the doctoral journey and an extra few months i actually gained 20 kilos and that was a shock for me it was like why if i'm doing everything the book says i'm exercising i'm eating right um then where is the problem and After I completed my degree, I realized that I'm not well. I'm not well emotionally. I'm not well mentally. I'm definitely not well physically. And I came across um, an account on Instagram of a health coach. And and I realized, okay, that's interesting. What's a health coach? I mean, I've heard of, you know, there are diet, diet coaches, nutritionists, fitness coaches, all of these, but I've never heard of a health coach. So I investigated where she'd graduated and she had graduated from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in New York, IIN, got in touch with them and I asked them, what's a health coach? What do you guys do? <laughs> and um, if, if I just want to simplify it in one sentence, a health coach is someone who helps people and guides them towards um, achieving wellness, balance and happiness across a lot of aspects of their life, if not everything. So um, yes, um, you, you get certified in the sense that you understand diet and nutrition, but more importantly, you understand what it is that um, comprises the, the elements of your life and, and how it is that you can 
prioritize some over the others or um, gain control over some aspects over the others. So anyhow, here I am, two months after completing my doctoral degree, realizing that I don't want to go to a teaching position at university, wasn't in my dreams then, um, to academia. Um, I don't want to go back to corporate life. That was a decision made then. Actually, that was a decision I made the day I um, gave birth to our son. And um, so I didn't really have much options. But more importantly now, for the first time ever, I started putting me as a priority and I started realizing that I want to know what's happening inside my body. I want to know why diet and exercise don't work for me like they should. I want to know why I'm not feeling right and I'm not feeling well. So I enrolled in the certificate and it was a year long certificate. And my husband, like he looked at me like, <laughs> like I'd lost it. He's like, are you serious? You're going back to studying. And I'm like, yes, this time it's for me this time. I want to find out what happened and what is happening. And I want to educate and empower myself. Well, I'm grateful that he was supportive. So I went back and I studied for that extra year. And then I enrolled in another certificate with them for an extra six months about gut health, specializing gut health, because I've got a lot of gut health issues. And well, I got to understand during my education that most of my issues, my health issues, my wellness issues, um, were disease um, rather than diseases. And there were my body's way of telling me that something is not right, that I could have been overwhelming myself or overloading myself or not satisfying my true purpose of stemming from what I really want rather than what is expected of me. And that triggered a whole other journey for me. It was the journey of now what? I want to heal. I want to empower me. I want to um, find out what invigorates me. And I want to follow that lead. And I started realizing, okay, so I've got a doctorate degree in business. Now I've got a health coaching degree. And how can I merge them? And I started realizing, okay, when I was in business, I was burnt out completely. I was like literally burnt out to the point of I should have been hospitalized a few times. And I rejected that because I couldn't afford the luxury of being hospitalized, hospitalized because I couldn't leave my son behind. I couldn't leave my responsibilities behind. Um, so I realized that with me, business was over, um, my businesses overwhelmed me. They took over my life rather than being integrated into my life. I didn't understand or I didn't acknowledge anything about mindfulness. Um, I didn't understand what self-care nor self-love were ever. I wasn't raised that way. Um, self-care, self-love were self-indulgence. And there were, um, well, there were acts of vanity one way or another. <laughs> that was my culture. Now I understand the importance of them. And now I understand that um, taking care of me and empowering me means that I take care of everyone around me and I get to empower everyone else. And this has been a major, major shift in my life. More importantly, I got to understand what my mindset was and how I can control it and how I can shift my mind from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, from a disempowering to an empowering one, and how I can control my life, my way, my rules. 
I can't claim that I have 100% control over my life. No one has. Um, I don't think anyone does. But I realized then and there and up until this point and always that even if you claim 5% control over your life, over your destiny, over your dreams, over your future, you are still in control. And that 5% can easily grow beyond that to 10, 20, 90% even. But you have to have the intent and you have to start somewhere. And you have to feed your mind, your, your body and your soul in a way that empowers you towards a lot of other roots. So just to sum up, um, that's not the whole story, of course. There have been a lot of um, diversions, challenges, obstacles that I, I'm so proud of myself that I was able to overcome. And I can't claim that I did it by myself. I did it with guidance of coaches, of, um, of empowering myself with reading, with enrolling in courses that, that, um, that educated me and, uh, and enlightened me one way or another by uh, feeding my mind every day um, with something positive, with um, m taking up practices such as meditation, um, affirmations, incantations, um, audiobooks, uh, physical books, everything. I went on this ravishing journey of how do I maintain a positive mindset, grow, empower me, and more importantly, empower others. And this has led to so many things in my life, which I'm sure I will be um, sharing with you in future episodes. But for now, I just wanted to give you a bit of a background on um, how Empowered to Grow, the podcast came to life. And this is where I realized that every time I opened up my heart and my mind to the universe, um, it sent me uh, amazing role models and amazing women from around the world that have all found a way to stand up for themselves, by themselves, and claim their power and claim control over their mind and their lives and um, found a way to grow. And through their growth, they have empowered themselves and others to grow as well. And it is those beautiful stories that I can't wait to share with you. So you all find your core, your source of power, and more importantly, empower yourself to grow. So I'm going to sum up this first episode and um, I can't wait to see you or to, for you to hear <laughs> the next episode with one of my first guests and a beautiful person and um, catch the episode every week on iTunes and on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and wherever else there are podcasts. And please do share the knowledge and the empowerment because you know there are a lot of other women and men across the globe who just need to hear it for themselves, to empower themselves and to empower the others in their lives. Love, abundance and prosperity to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, 
or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.